0: All right. Good evening, everybody. How are you doing? You doing good? You ready for week two of the Gratitude Challenge? we got 30 days to make such an impact in the quality of your life. And I want to open with this, that in my deepest and darkest despair in my life, and you think, oh, I don't know that you've ever had that, Pastor Paul. You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Uh, I can tell you that I've had some pretty... Uh, Bad experiences. And I can tell you firsthand, there's a reason that I wrote a 30-day gratitude challenge. Because I think I know a thing or two about what gratitude can do in that despair. And I don't know what kind of despair you're in today. But the power of gratitude has the power to change that. Pastor Barb talked about on Sunday... These powerful neural pathways, right? You remember that? And so here you are in life, and you're going through life, and life is difficult. I want you to begin to imagine that life is not happening to you, but possibly it's happening from you. That everything that you're experiencing in life that there were opportunities, if you're experiencing difficulty beyond your wildest imaginations, that there were many opportunities along the way to remedy or prevent the majority of those things. And I I think we can all relate to that. I know I could relate to that. But there's also things that are well beyond our control. You know, me growing up in my household, It was a very difficult situation all the time. And there wasn't anywhere for me to go to get reprieve. It's not like I'd go to my aunt's house because my aunt was a drug addict. I couldn't go to someone else's house in my household because they endanger themselves and try to harm themselves. And so... As I was growing up, and I didn't have a father in the home, and I can remember laying awake at night th- just praying to God, just like, oh my goodness, that, that my dad would come back to that house and that everything would just go back to normal. I didn't do that for a day or a week or a month or even a year. It went on and on and on until my mother finally got remarried And that was another difficult situation in which other people were brought into the household. And difficulty upon difficulty. How many people know that was beyond my control? I was a product of my own environment. And out of that environment, I had really uh, become depressed. I had really become overwhelmed with life. I did not have any inkling of what I would do once I got old enough to go and do whatever those people do, and I didn't have a very bright future ahead of me. And there was one thing that happened, and that was a phone call. Everybody say a phone call. And as dark as it was, I can honestly tell you it led me exactly where I needed to be, where I could hear the voice of God. Because in my teen years, and my young adult years, I didn't know God. I really didn't want anything to do with God. There were just a lot of bad experiences that happened around that when I was a kid. And I just thought, my goodness, if that's what God's all about, uh, I'm going the other way. And I'll never forget, I woke up one morning, and I mean, I'm at the bottom of the barrel. And I'm probably, well, I'm 20 years old 20 years old at this time, living on my own with a roommate. And I wake up and I hear the clarion voice of God. I heard it. Clear as day. Clear as day. Quit your job, move to Delvin. I heard that. That was it. Delavan was a town that was about 40 minutes away, 45 minutes away from where I was living. And I literally got up and I took... I would say a a tremendous amount of confidence in what I would heard because I was seeking for direction in my life. And I called my boss and I told them that I quit and I'm not coming in to work tonight. I went to my roommate and said, I'm leaving today. He said, good riddance. And I threw everything that I owned into my Geo Metro. Remember the Geo Metros, Jennifer? Well, man, I'll tell you, it was a real manly car, I gotta tell you. <laughs> you're pretty down when you're driving the Geo Metro, I'll tell you that much. I drove that car to Delavan, Wisconsin, and I knew one person there, it was a friend of my dad that I had met when I was a kid. Had an idea where he lived but wasn't sure. And all I can tell you is that, I don't know, middle of the day, on a weekday, I knocked on that door, and David Halverson answered that door in the middle of the day during a work week. He recognized me right away, and right away he invited me into his home, gave me a place to stay, and over the next several months, He built me into the man that I am today. Him and his wife Sharon would wait for me to get home from working and have a beautiful dinner all ready for me. We would eat dinner together and they'd tell me about the Lord. They'd tell me about how good God is. They would tell me about all of these amazing things that God had done and and extended themselves to a point where we sat down, we listened to CDs and tapes back then. David ans- asked me to go to church with him one day. We went to church, and I gave my heart to the Lord on that day. And I've never been the same ever since that day. I've Ever since that day, I've had a greater appreciation for life. And that appreciation for life has grown and grown and grown and grown and grown. And grown. And it hasn't been without difficulty, but I've learned to appreciate or have gratitude for things, even when things aren't going my way. There was a post on Facebook the other day, I don't recall who it was. They said, what would you do if you had no fear? And people were putting different things on there, you know, I'd skydive or I'd, you know, go back to college or I don't know, all kinds of things. And I immediately wrote, I would give my life to God, I would get married, I would have three children, I'd move my family across the country, I'd pay cash for all my education, I'd um, become a doctor, I'd become a pastor, I'd, I'd, um, <laughs> and so I just started listing all these things and I go at the end, well actually, that's what I did? That's what I'm doing, and that's what I'll be doing in my future. And so I just want you to know, wherever you're coming from, there's these amazing opportunities that if you just listen to the clarion call of of God's voice, and you think, well, I haven't heard God's voice in years. I had never heard God's voice. I had prayed my entire childhood that my family would come back together, never heard one time from God. Never one time. But I'm telling you here today that if you keep knocking, that door is going to be open to you. If you seek, you're going to find. But if you don't understand that the part of you that God wants to save is your soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions, you're defeated before you ever even get started. Because you have this pattern of thinking, both things beyond your control and things well within your control. And if you're not careful, you'll learn to tell lies. You become a master liar. And and you think, well, Pastor Paul, the Bible says you should never lie. Well, it says that for a good reason, because I'm telling you, without a life of gratitude, you're constantly telling lies. You think, what are you talking about? I'm talking about this right here. Deception will bring all these things into your life. And for those of you who are watching who can't see this, deception will bring curses on your life. It endangers you. It threatens you and others. It kills, it jeopardizes, it weakens, it perverts, it impairs, it cheats, it causes waste like you can never believe. I believe we'll get to heaven one day and go, my goodness, I was so deceived. And we tell each other these lies that are robbing us from everything that the Word of God would tell you is true. True. Many of you came up here for healing tonight. The end of situations, whatever those things were, Those are promises of God that can happen in the moment that 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 prayer happens. It can happen now. It can happen in five seconds, five minutes, five hours, five days, five weeks, five years, five decades, or never. But you're going to have to learn the truth. The truth about everything. Everything in your life. What is the truth? Because the truth prevails, it endures, it wins, it gives life, it helps, it betters, it heals, it cures, it enriches, and it blesses every area of your life. No matter what your background is, no matter how bad it was, no matter what side of the tracks you were born on, no matter what. The truth will always provide these things to you. But you've got to become a good lie detector. And the only way you're going to become a good lie detector is to know the truth about God's Word and what it says That's final. I don't care when it happens. I know it's going to happen. I will hear the clarion voice of of God. I will have that in my life. God's not out out there just going, well, you're on your own, good luck, you know, kind of give you a little kick in the pants, you know, uh, staple a a $20 bill on your collar and, and send you on your way. No. He's a God that's more than enough. Pastor Barb said tonight he has cattle on a thousand hills. I don't know how many cattle can fit on a hill, but it sounds like a lot. But if you're not careful, you'll just say, well, no, I don't believe all that. that well, that, that's, that, that's a different time, Pastor Paul. No, that, you know, that's just, the Bible's just trying to give us you know, these ideas to live by, but it's really not ultimate truth. It's not ultimate truth, Pastor Paul. Yes, it is. It's that true. And if you wonder how a kid like me can do what I do in a day, you just got to start with the fact that you can hear the truth. If the truth that you hear in your ear, which is the clarion voice of God, lines up with the word of God, you can take that truth and march straight ahead with it. Believe me, no one in your world will believe you, no one will care. Listen, it's you. It's you. You have to care. You have to believe it. And if you don't care, and if you don't believe it, it's never going to occur. Ever. But the moment you can get into the belief in the truth, you are going to prevail. You will endure. You will win. You will be cured. Absolutely cured. And out of truth, you're going to find honesty. Man, boy, do we need honesty in this world today. Watch 10 minutes of TV and hear all the the lies you could ever handle in a a lifetime. You're going to be fulfilled. You're going to be satisfied. The sincerity of truth is profound. It is profound. It has taken kings to their knees It has taken warriors, I mean, to to places that, oh my goodness, they are putty in in the hands of of those who are speaking over their lives. You look at what Paul and Silas did and shook the walls, and then that trained soldier on the other side of that door fell to his knees, meanest, nastiest, third shift workingest Roman guy you've ever seen in your entire life. He's ticked. You'll be faithful. You'll be righteous. You'll be reliable. You'll be innocent, blameless. You'll have so much freedom in your life, it'll amaze you. You'll be purposeful. You'll have joy. I want you to know that truth is in Corruptible. There's no corruption in truth whatsoever. And it transcends everything else. It's as if nothing else really matters when truth comes. Deception's gonna, you'll be a fake, you'll be a fraud, you'll be shrewd, you'll be two faced, you'll be greedy. You'd be treacherous. You'd be crooked. You'd be shady. Sneaky. Guilty. Swindling. Confusing. Dishonest. That's the evidence of deception. Deception cost mankind everything in the garden. Everything. One lie that was laced with the truth, by the way, making religion probably one of the most dangerous deceptions in the world because too often it's laced with just enough truth to get you off course And now all of a sudden you're wondering well maybe that's not gonna work well maybe I should try something else well maybe you know I need this and I need that I'm telling you tonight You need absolutely nothing. And the moment that you can say, Well, I have something externally that's going to help me get there, you're missing the whole boat. It's already in you. God renew you before the foundations of the earth. That's the truth. Hear me. That's the truth. And you could be in the bottom of despair fighting for your very life right now and find gratitude for the fact that God knew you before the foundations of the earth. Oh, God. Like If you haven't gone on that trip with gratitude, go there. Go there. God, you knew me before the foundations of the earth. I am so thankful and so grateful that you didn't know the the me that's standing here today in this mess. The truth is that you had a plan and you still have a plan for my life. And I can move from this place to the next with great confidence You see, gratitude will never deceive you. It will only tell you the truth. Now think about this. Think about something you're grateful for right now. Okay? Got it in your head? Is it true? Is it absolutely true? you hold any evidence in your hand to support that? Not anything other than you know the truth about what you're grateful for. Grab a hold of that. I can also tell you that sometimes, you know, you guys are just getting started in your gratitude journaling. I hope you're doing it. If you're behind, just get caught up. You I know, mean, just get started on this thing. I'm telling you, it'll, it'll change your world. But in your practice and getting started with gratitude, you might be a little bit superficial. You might just say, well, I'm grateful for a sunrise. No, 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 no. Are you truly grateful for a sunrise? I mean, are, so again, it's good to get started. It's good to write some stuff down. But we're looking for gold here. We're looking for precious stones here. And trust me, you're not going to have to look any further than yourself. You know the truth about many things that you are grateful for. If I asked everybody, well, last week I said, write down five things you're most grateful for. Boom, 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 boom. You wrote them down. Super simple. But how do you take that gratitude from a thought of a truth into a positive emotion to experience the emotion of gratitude as if you're sitting there with that person or that thing or that place or that memory, as if it's. You're immersed in that thing. I'm telling you, this is a tremendous revelation. It'll change your whole world. That's how you need to be with the Word of God as it pertains to your situation. It is to have gratitude for something that possibly is not there, but you've heard the clarion voice of God to the point where you know that that's true, and now it's time to say, all right, I'm going to do this thing. And you'll work it out. What are you working out when you're working it out? All the deception that's trying to rob you of everything that God has in store for you. Everything. You think, oh man, I've, I've already done too much and not enough. And oh, you know, I'm too old for that stuff now. Oh, I, you know, I don't know about all that. Listen, if God can raise dead bones to life, dead bones, to life, then it's not too late for you. You're still sucking air. You're still on this side of the dirt. You're doing good. A lot better than what you're telling yourself. Again, the deception that you're rehearsing, and I promise you a lot of the deception that you rehearse, you're watching the movie in your head. You're daydreaming about it and it's complexities, and you're dwelling on it. And that dwelling is driving that deception, like Pastor Barb was talking about, deeper and deeper into your life. And it's become your go-to when other problems pop up. It's the default mechanism. A neural pathway starts as a path. So let's just say this is a neural pathway right here, okay? And so that's a path. That is the beginning of something that could turn into a default, right? Just the beginning. It's just, it, it's, it's not a, but what happens is, is when, you, when you keep taking that road over and over and over again, that that pathway, and you're doing it more consciously than subconsciously to begin with, it, it takes it from a pathway to a road to a highway and into an interstate so that this pathway becomes the default mechanism for when difficulty comes. You run the other way. You you cower in defeat. You know, you feel threatened. You feel endangered. You feel, uh, in some cases, cursed. Boy, I felt cursed as a kid. I, I felt cursed. And it jeopardizes your future. It weakens you. It perverts the truth in your life. It cheats you out of everything that God intended for you. And it causes a tremendous amount of wastefulness in your life. But as much as you can create an interstate of a neural pathway, you can begin to create another neural pathway. So let's say that your default is whatever and your default is there and it's constantly there. It's almost like you could almost depend on it because you can. The good news is, is that this particular neural pathway has kept you alive to this point. That's a good thing. It may be bad, but it's a good thing because you're surviving, right? But every time that, whatever that is for you, every time that happens, if you were to disrupt that thing with a positive thought about something you're grateful for and actually feel the emotion of that and watch the video of that, what will happen is, is you're going to start to develop a little fork in the road. So maybe the, maybe the interstate's here, and maybe you're not creating the fork right here at the base of it, but maybe you're creating it here, because that's when you're catching it, right? That's when you're catching it. It's there. Here's the superhighway. i got to go shopping. I've got to go buy something. I've got to, I don't know, whatever your thing is but it's something that has impaired you, it's perverted the truth in you, it's weakening you, it's jeopardizing your welfare. I mean, all of these things are happening, but if you'll disrupt the negativity, even for a moment, by thinking of something you're most grateful for and experiencing that powerful emotion, even for a moment, you're gonna start to create one of these new neural pathways. And eventually what's going to happen is, is this one here is going to go from an interstate, still a highway, still a highway, still lots of traffic, okay, still dangerous. But this little pathway is now turned into a road that you can travel. And, and it's, it's, it's like, oh, well, I didn't really have to think of something I was most grateful. Oh, it was right there. It was ready to go. But I still went down that interstate for a moment, right? And so, again, as, as, as you continue to do that, remember last week we talked about uh, moments of gratitude create momentum in your life, right? And so this is how it's working. The, the least this, this interstate go, uh, is, is used, the weaker it becomes. And so it becomes a highway, and it becomes a road, and then it becomes a pathway, And now, your default is to always go to gratitude. Now, gratitude never lies, right? Never lies. It never, ever lies. Did that other neural pathway lie to you? Sure did. Well, if you just do this, you'll be happier. If you just do that, you'll be happier. If you're just mean to your wife again, that one more time, you'll be happier. Yeah. Default, 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 default but you can catch yourself in the act. You can expose the enemy's tactics, which is robbing you of all the quality of your life, and you're blaming your boss, you're blaming your church. You're blaming your family. You're blaming your education level. You're blaming the amount of money you have in your bank account. You're blaming it on your kids. You're bl- I mean, come on now. All of that is nothing but a perversion of the truth that is there to completely liberate you from all of that nonsense. And I have not learned since I've learned the practice of gratitude. I have never learned a better way for myself to create a brand new neural pathway that becomes my new default. That when I'm going through difficulty, I can hear the clarion voice of God. I can continue to do what he's asked me to do. And that's how you end up 30 some years later at the same church doing the same thing. That's how you end up 30 years later married to the same person. You don't think we've had difficulty? You don't think we've had bad uh, neural pathways that had ego attached to them and a million other things? Expectations that uh, we, we put on each other, you and I. What a waste of time. What a waste of effort. I haven't even gotten into the scriptures here yet. If you want to be more trustworthy, trust the Word of God. I know, I, I, listen, it, it's, it's, it's difficult. It is super, super difficult. But you want to know the recipe for success? Okay. Yes, 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 yes. The recipe for success is standards. You can have all the doggone goals you ever wanted in your whole life. They're nothing but fairy tales without standards. And I don't mean just, well, I got my list of standards. Praise the Lord. I listed them right here. You know, that. No, you gotta live those standards. And when you don't live those standards, you've got to ask God for forgiveness. You think, oh, no, you wrote the, the standards, Paul. It wasn't God. Well, no, but God wrote the standard, which is the Word of God. My standards are those standards. And that's how you're going to get the goals that you're looking for. And that's how you're going to really deepen the practice of being grateful for what God has given to you, whether you hold it in your hand or not. Man, with this world and and even the church, you know, well, I'm going to go over to that other church. They have the fancy lights, man. They got the cool drummer and the guitar guy, man. He's so handsome and like, you know, it's just so awesome over there. But... Did you hear the clarion voice of God? Stop lying to yourselves. Quit wasting time. Quit playing the 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 horror movie in your head over and over and over again. Remember, we talked about last week justification. Man, you're justified to the nth degree because of the way things are in your life. You got a story to tell about this reason and that reason and this one over here. And I'm telling you, you never fact checked any of those reasons to justify the way things are. And the way things are aren't the way things are match the. Desire of your heart. And by the way, God put those desires in you to mature you, to grow you, to lead you to the truth, to make you free. Sometimes you just got to move on. Yeah. Quit being afraid to fail. Failure is the greatest blessing you'll ever, ever get. I'm telling you. You know, when, when you get the breakthrough and all that stuff, it lasts for a season. But you know what? If you fail at something, it comes with so many benefits. You learn something, hopefully. (laughs) Not everybody does that. You have the opportunity to learn something. You learned what didn't work. There's so many benefits associated with failure. And I would declare to all of you Declare that negative story, that deceptive story as the failure it already is and convert it as quickly as you can. And, and I'll tell you, it, I, and I, I don't know yet, and I'll find out when I get to heaven, I don't know yet why it took years and even decades for certain things to happen for me. I don't know. I don't know. I worked on them as good as I could. Um, I don't know if that's just me in my story that made it take that long. Or if it was just such a superhighway in my brain. It's probably the combination of both. But I'm telling you, you can break those cycles. You know, I hear people all the time, you know, I have a generational uh, issue, you know, or a, uh, there's, there's even uh, certain cultural uh, issues and, and all kinds of things. You can say, well, that's the reason I am the way I am. Okay, well, there's some truth to that, you know. There is, okay? But at what point do you convert? <laughs> I'm telling you, salvation's all about conversion. And you begin to convert deception into truth. Again, the simplest way for me that I've learned to do, that I wrote the book about, was to stop myself and to think about something I was most most grateful for in that moment, whether I felt like it or not, and do my best to to experience that in my emotions. Luke sixteen ten. Man, I'll tell you, years ago I read this and it just came alive to me in a way that I'm going to share with you tonight. If you're faithful in little things, you'll be faithful with large ones. But if you're dishonest with little things, You won't be honest with greater responsibility. You know, you may think of that as telling conscious lies. You know, your boss asks, well, why are you late this morning? Well, you know, the traffic and whatever, and truth be told, you're wasting time, and it wasn't important enough for you to get to work. (laughs) Right? Right. Y'all ever been there? And so that would be a, what, a blatant lie, right? You just, you told the lie to save you from getting in trouble and, you know, on your day goes. But I'm not talking about blatant lies. Talking about lies that you're just not paying attention to. Stop signs in life that you're just coasting through. Red lights that just don't matter anymore. Lost the consciousness of that truth. That's brought you a tremendous amount of way in your relationship with God. But God, if we're not careful, we can believe something so impossible as that if I confess my sins to God, and ask Him to forgive me of all my sins that he'll forgive me of my sins and I'll have eternal salvation. Is that true? Right. And so we'll believe that scripture or that idea like, oh, that's what I believe. that's, That's what I believe. But then there's all these other things. And it all comes from the same book. All of it. There's no difference between let me say it to you this way, there's no difference between the word that made you and the word of God that we read today. In fact, without the word of God, without truth, you and I would not be able to be here. The world wouldn't be here, nothing would be here. Just I don't know what there would be, but it wouldn't be us. And so if it's the same word that created you, it's the same word to heal you, then we as Christians need to get on board with the truth. I mean, all the way. People might think you're a fanatic. Most people in my world think I'm a fanatic. Oh, there, there's that Paul guy. Boy, he, you know, he, he's a Bible-something-believing guy, Whatever. Well, hey, let me sit down let me tell you my story. Let me show you some evidence of what truth can do in your life. Out of ignorance, out of, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I was so naive, and I continue to be so naive about the Word of God. And this happened as a very young man when I got born again. As I just said, whatever it says in that book is true. And if it's true and it says that I can have something, then that by God is mine. And I I was just so naive and I continue to be. Oh, this is what the Word of God says. Oh, that's mine. That's mine. But what I had to learn was, is just because it said so didn't mean I could have it if I wasn't willing to develop the standards in my life. To achieve those things, even when it wasn't convenient. The Bible said, and we're gonna, I think, oh, that's next week. But I want you to learn to be faithful in little things, seemingly unimportant little things. Be faithful in those. A great path to faithfulness is to be grateful in whatever state you're in. Whatever state I'm in, I'm in the protective hands of God. You see how gratitude just happened right there? Yeah. So then here comes the despair, right again. Here it is. Oh, caught you. Ha, caught you there. I caught you. You dirty, rotten, little scoundrel trying to rob me of the benefits of God again. Eventually, I got to the point where it's just like, devil, just go ahead and tell me all your schemes now, because I can sniff you out a mile away. A mile away. And I'd rather know them now. And I'd like to see all of this church get to that kind of level in your life where you're not afraid of the devil. You're not afraid to go out and do something great for God and tell everybody and be the fanatic because you're afraid that if you did that, and I've heard this a thousand times, that the devil's going to you know, come after you harder. What in the world are you talking about? That is the biggest deception ever told. Ever told. If you believe that, you have not read... Or, or believed what the Word of God says. He is defeated. Period. Period. But I'm telling you, if you're not careful, that's how you'll think. And you can see how that's laced with deception, and how that's going to bring curses into your life, endangerment, threatenings, all kinds of things. You're going to be living like you're under the bed with a squirt gun full of holy water on, you know, October 31st, Halloween night, man. Get out. Just, no, it's all right. The boogeyman's not out here. Jesus is. Yeah, and listen, you know, there's a real thing called warfare, And So if you don't have the right standards in your life, watch out. The devil will just run right over you. He'll just run right over you, over and over and over and over again. So develop those standards in your life. All those standards, you'll find them in the Word of God. Be faithful with those little things. But it also says if you're dishonest in little things, oh, man. Oh, that's what the Bible means, take every thought captive to... Obedience of Christ, huh? <laughs> if you even look at that man or that woman with a lustful eye, you've committed that sin. So you see, it's all in the little things. It's all in the little things. But if you be faithful with those little things, and you catch those little lies, you're going to have greater opportunity, because the truth prevails, endures, it wins, it gives life, it helps, it betters, it heals, it cures, it enriches, and it blesses. Every step of the way. Hmm. Matthew 6, 25 to 26, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food, enough to drink, enough clothes to wear, Isn't life more than food, and your body more than clothing? Look at those little birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you more valuable to Him than they are? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you'd spend much time in worry on this side of the board, where the truth is. Worry or fear are the tattletales that deception is at work in your life. Doesn't mean that it's taken over, okay? It's just, they're the tattletales. They'll tattle, and they'll say, oh, Here's this. Isn't that really bad? And if you're not careful, you'll say, oh, it sure is. I I don't know what I'm going to do. But the Bible says don't worry about everyday life. In fact, I would tell you that you would have no worry about everyday life if you spent more time with truth. There's no worry over here. Did I list worry on this side? I don't think I did. Maybe I did. Aren't you far more valuable to him than all those simple little birds that he takes care of all of them? Every one of them. And you know what? If there's not enough food, then my wife goes to Costco and buys, what do we call that thing? A a seed ball? I don't know what it is. A quail block. And we have more birds in our backyard than all of the rest of the state of Arizona. Although I am thankful that we have the quail block when she goes on vacation constantly. Praise the Lord, because then I have something to eat. I told you about what happened the last time, right? By myself. All by myself. Oh, gratitude. I got to be grateful. Got to be grateful. And as the more grateful I got, I went out in the garage, and wouldn't you know, I found a bag of bird seed out there. Had a little bit of seed in the bottom, about that much. I reached my hand all the way down to the bottom. You know how it's all dusty, you know, when it's just a little bit left? That's what I had. A lot of, a lot of the hulls. But the goodness is, is there's these little black specks in there that were chewy. Some were chewy and some were crunchy. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> I have the microphone, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I want to remind you of the theme scripture that, that took me through my life. And that is the theme scripture for this book. And that's 1 Thessalonians 5.18. We read this last week, but I hope this sinks in. It says, be thankful in all your circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. God's will is that you be thankful appreciative, grateful in all circumstances. Every one of them. You could be in Gaza today. Okay? As much as gratitude works here, it's Equally as powerful there. There, there. there have been people in the uh, concentration camps that found something they could be grateful for or look forward to, something positive, and that thought led them out of the concentration camp to freedom. That, this is the power of gratitude. I'm glad that you bought the book. I'm glad that, you know, I, I had the opportunity to write the book. But none of that's going to matter if you don't apply what I'm talking about. If you don't just really get into this thing 30 days. You can miss a day. You can do two days at once. I mean, this isn't a, a marathon I'm only here to tell you that if you'll put the work in, you'll hear the clarion voice of God again for this hour. And I will tell you this much, since COVID has happened, this world has been forever changed. You've been changed. I've been changed. And all you don't realize it. Deception is creepy, man. It just kind of creeps in. And once it's in there, it has its way you go through this gratitude challenge you answer those questions with truthful answers and i'll promise you you'll hear the clarion voice of god so clear for this next dispensation for your life and you'll never be the same again if you're hungry for that i just encourage you get in there and do that because being thankful in all circumstances is God's will for you. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are God's, wow, masterpiece. You know, I've seen lots of different art and lots of different amazing things that mankind has made. And we would call them masterpieces, jewelry that's been made, artwork that's been made, writings that have been done. I mean, amazing things have been created in this world. And we would call them masterpieces. But I will tell you this, there isn't even one of those items that's more valuable than you. Just you. Forget about everybody else, just for a second. Just you. You're such a masterpiece. So much value that God was willing to send his only son to to, to die for you. Again, everybody else out of the picture. Just you. Because you're a masterpiece. You're more valuable than any other thing. In fact, the Bible, listen, whether you know Jesus or you don't and you die, you're an eternal being. You're never going away. You're never going to be erased. But heaven and earth are going to pass away. Imagine that. You know, we get trained to thinking, well, I'm going to heaven. and That's where I'll be forever. Then the Bible says heaven and earth are going to pass away. Man, we've got a whole galaxy out here. wondering wonder where, where we're going next. I'm telling you, God's not in the, the little uh, bursts of difficulty. I mean, he just not, he's not going to stop heaven and earth because you're a masterpiece, right? He's going, wait a second here. Who in the world told them that they're not a masterpiece? Well, I mean, deception did that. You don't value yourself the way God values you. You don't value your own brother or sister the way God values them. But truth will always be generous. Truth will always bring you all the things that you long for in life. Sometimes we get caught up in, well, if I could just get here. If this could just happen. I will tell you the truth. Um, Getting or accomplishing anything in your life is not nearly as valuable as the journey that you took from where you were, that stinking, thinking, horrible place, and you just said, Well, the Bible says, so I'm going to go and do that and I'm going to create that standard in my life and then I'm going to go obtain this goal. It's nothing compared to what you gained in the journey. Your treasures are not what you hold in your hands. They're what you hold in your heart. They're the lessons of life where you prove the word of God is true. And you know what? Even if I'm wrong, God's grace is sufficient for me. He looks at my heart. He isn't looking at anything else. He just looks at my heart and says, well, son, you know, that really wasn't what I said or what I meant. But boy, do I see a heart that's hard after me. Guess what? I'm going to give you that revelation right now. And all of a sudden, and, and, and you think, man alive, I wasted all his time to get out to this point. The beautiful part is is that you've made progress. Because back there down in that deep valley and in that hole, I couldn't see this over here. But now I'm standing right here and I can see it perfectly. You can't miss God. But you've got to set your mind on things above. You've got to do that. And don't worry about the goals if you don't have the standards. And don't worry about whether that goal is going to bring some great happiness to you or not just be happy in spite of all of it. Enjoy this journey. Grow. God will give you all the desires of your heart. Ephesians 2:10, and we're just going to read this one more time, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the bad things he planned for us a long time ago. Oh, that's, that's the good things. Oh, man. I always thought that said the bad things. God, there's no bad in God. There's no bad in truth. I've heard so many people, good people of God, all oh, being a Christian is just so hard. No, living in the world is hard, man. It's super hard. It may be hard in a different way, but it's hard, man. I mean, You don't have anyone or anything to depend on in the world. I mean, nothing. That, that rug that gets pulled out from under you and I also gets pulled up from under those people in the world, and they got nothing to hold on to, man. Nothing to hold on to. I think one of the greatest revelations in the Bible is when, when Jesus was standing in the temple and they were threatening his life, and he said, you can tear down this temple, and in three days I'll put it back just the way you see it. They thought they were, he was talking about this big temple. He's talking about himself. Three days time. You see, it's not what you hold in your hand. It's what you hold in your heart. And the more you can find truth in your life, and I mean work it like there's no tomorrow. I don't care if everybody in the world points their finger at you and says you're the biggest idiot since life spread. Prove them all wrong. You will prove them all wrong. You'll prove every one of them wrong. All right. I have three products going to do a giveaway and I'm going to throw you a curveball has nothing to do with anything I mentioned tonight. <laughs> it's got to be the first person. We're not talking about them right now. I'm having some difficulty. But I'm grateful What is the theme that we are celebrating this month? Who said it? There you go. Come up and get your product. Pastor Appreciation Day or month. And so if you haven't done it yet, show appreciation to your pastor. Okay. Yeah, no, clapping is good, but a little bit of the, you know. She doesn't need your money, but find a way to just bless her this month, okay? Whatever you can do. Don't take it out of your tithe if you're going to do something monetarily. If you want to buy her a brand new car, praise the Lord, that's okay too. Okay. Well, but a nice, I mean, like, really nice car. Like, what kind of car would you want? Pearl white Lexus. I was going to say a Lexus. SUV, pearl white. Boy, she'd look great driving around in that, wouldn't she? All right. So the three products you can choose from is Nitric Oxide Plus. This will help with blood flow and energy. This product here is the elderberry with zinc and vitamin C, great for cold and flu season. And this product here is the MyoHealth product, scientifically proven by NASA itself, this product, to build lean muscle, even without activity. So your choice, just come up and grab one. Boy, she watch out, man. She, she's gonna, yeah. Yeah, don't mess with her. All right, guys. I'll do a, a giveaway. We've got two more weeks. Uh, so I'll do a giveaway each week. God bless you all. Let's just make sure everybody's right with the Lord before we go. Uh, Just say this prayer together with me. Eyes open and looking around. Let's let everybody watch you say this, huh? Yeah. Say, Lord Jesus, I give you my life. I'm no longer my own. Forgive me of all my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I make you the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Hey, bring someone Sunday that needs Jesus. We'll love them back to life.